if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, what will he do? Won't he leave the ninety-nine others on the hills and go out to search for the one that is lost? And if he finds it, I tell you the truth, he will rejoice over it more than over the ninety-nine that didn't wander away. Gospel according to Matthew chapter 18, verses 12 and 13, as we start a new series on Lost. Good morning there to you, my friends. How are you doing this morning and how was your night? I hope you've had a lovely night rest, just like I've had. And how has your week been in all? I also hope we have enjoyed the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ all through the week. Welcome to another weekend in His presence, the last weekend in this month. And of course, you are welcome to review. It is your host and your dear friend here, Esther. Oh, good morning, our gracious Heavenly Father. I will love you, Abba. We thank you for safe arrival again into your presence this weekend. We thank you for all that has been, not just during the week, but during the whole month. And we thank you for the covenant of your grace and mercy with which you dealt with us. We sing praise be to your holy name, gracious God, in the name of Jesus. Dear God, as we have come to start on a new series today, we invite you for, apart from you, we can do nothing. Therefore, Holy Spirit, we invite you to take your place and teach us your word yourself. Our hearts are open. Our minds are open to hear from you and receive from you. We pray that you will teach us yourself, that you may give us the grace, abundant grace, to apply the word unto the journey of our lives and faith. And right now, we plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon all of our hearts and minds, upon every heart and ears, listening or studying the word with us this morning, that we all receive the heart of wisdom. At the end of today's session, may we come back to bring you all glory. Thank you, Father, in Jesus Christ's mighty name. We have prayed. Amen. Welcome once more to review, my friends. Like I said earlier, we are starting on a new series today with the title Lost, Part 1. And of course, we've got something in the bracket. It says, The Wanderers, Lost, Part 1. In the bracket, we have the wanderers. And if you want to go back after the session or uh, uh, when it's time for you to study the word, if you want to go back and read and meditate on the gospel according to Matthew, where I read earlier, or to begin the session, it's Matthew chapter 18, verses 12 and 13. God bless us all as we study together. Lost part one in the bracket. The Wanderers. You see, check in the dictionary. 
while preparing for this series. And in fact, this particular session, I found out that lost, lost has a meaning deeper than what I personally thought. Oh yeah, the general meaning came up first and that says, having wandered from or unable to find one's way, that's, that's the definition of lost that, that came up first. And then we have to be in an unknown location and unable to be found. I mean, which is the same thing-ish as the first one, right? Okay. You see, there's a particular one that got to me and really describes or explains lost in a deeper sense and that relates well with what will be what we will be studying on this series. Listen to this, friends. It goes, Lost is a position of being ruined or destroyed, either physically or morally, that is, that is past help or hope. I'll say that to you again. Lost is a position of being ruined or destroyed either physically or morally that is past help or hope i tell you what friends that is deep now we will start by analyzing it in a very simple manner like we always do and gradually bring it closer or bring it home by the help of the Holy Spirit that we all may learn and grab hold of the importance of it all. So, let's talk about lust in a physical sense. You see, friends, to be physically lost can be a terrifying experience both for the lost and the finder. In the physical sense, okay? It, co it can be a terrifying experience, both for the lost and the finder. And you see, my family, my family had this experience in the year 2007. Let me quickly share the story with you. Before we go on to read the word, I want, I want us to get it in a physical sense. So let me share my experience, myself and family's experience with you in the year 2007. You see, relatives had come to visit us here in England from our home country, Nigeria. And we all had gone for a day out, visiting the shopping mall. We were there all day and we were about rounding up, so to say, to go back home. This time, we were in a very big clothing shop. I can't remember how many floors they've got, well, but we were just picking up final things needed for our relatives to take back. So, looking at my husband, not too far from where I was standing with one or two of the relatives, I gently said to him, You've got Stephen there with you, haven't you? 
that is our little boy at the time, now a vibrant and hardworking young man, bless him. So he immediately looked at me, I mean, straight into my eyes. And with all seriousness, with a loud, no, I thought you had him, he said. Our son had somehow managed to wander off. And you see, by this time, there was no messing about. The search for our little boy began with our relatives and their children as we first notified this, this gigantic store. And the announcement began on the microphone to all three floors and outside with the staff and everyone just pacing up and down looking for Stephen, our son. In fact, I had left these understanding relatives of ours and sped around, checking possible places and corners my son could be. Oh, where is he gone? Where could he be? My son was in that helpless an hopeless state and needed help. And it, it, it's not like we were waiting around. We didn't do any waiting around. We were going back and forth, up and down. Anyway, to spare you some more long details, you see, the 10 minutes or more of searching for my son that day was one of the longest minutes of my life, friends, as a mother, because I've had few, trust me. Those were the 10 or more. It could have been more. It's such a long time ago. They were the longest minutes, one of the longest minutes of my life as a mother. You can imagine. It was safely brought to us, but with horror in his face, at the same time, happy to see his parents, his relatives. I suppose he became terrified when he noticed he couldn't find his mom and dad, plus the relatives he had come to the mall with, and, and just wandered around the mall and didn't know what to do, really. Friends, this is our God doesn't wait around when people, when someone is lost in the, in the spiritual sense, when they are lost in the spiritual state, to get you to understand that better, come with me this morning as we read from the gospel according to Luke chapter 19 from verse 1 to 7 and then we read verses 9 and 10. Come with me, friends. Let's go into the Word. Let's study the Word that we may understand the spiritual sense of it, the spiritual aspect of it. Gospel according to Luke chapter 19. Let's read from verse 1 to 7 and then verses 9 and 10. Verse 1 starts and reads, Jesus entered Jericho and made his way through the town 
there was a man there named Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector in the region, and he had become very rich. He tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd, so he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree beside the road, for Jesus was going to pass that way. When Jesus came by, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Zacchaeus, he said, Quick, come down. I must be a guest in your room today. Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Jesus to his home in great excitement and joy. But the people were displeased. He has gone to be the guest of a notorious sinner, they grumbled. Come with me, let's read verses 9 and 10, which says, Jesus responded, Salvation has come to this home today, for this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. In verse 10, where we shall stop. For the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. The Lord bless the reading together, or if you were listening to his holy word, amen. You see, lost is a word, a term used to describe wanderers in a spiritual sense too. That is, people who are far from home, morally ruined, or were destroyed like the chaos. In fact, the people had thought his case was hopeless, beyond repair, and they all were shocked as to Jesus' search for this lost soul. You see, Jesus came to save the lost, regardless of their background, their way of life, or how the world even sees them. It does not matter who we are or what we've done. It reaches out all the same. Are you tired of wondering, my friends? He's looking for you. Don't be surprised. Don't be afraid. I mean, he must have taken Zacchaeus. By surprise, I'm sure when Jesus called out to him, he must have been shocked. He just, you see, he, 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 all Zacchaeus wanted to do was just have a look. Get a glance of this Jesus guy and, and probably thought in his mind, the guy is too holy for people like us. And so when Jesus called out to him, the Bible says, he called him by name. He's calling you today by name. He called Zacchaeus by name. Zacchaeus, come down. He must have gone, hmm, what? Did he just call my name? Whoop, he's calling me. He, he must have been shocked in his heart. But he took courage because he had thought, Jesus this, this Jesus guy must be too holy 
for people like us or to relate with someone like me. You see, what people said about Zacchaeus constantly was now in his head. Morally ruined, destroyed, you know, corrupt. So he must have thought, well, it couldn't possibly have anything to do with me, with people like us, to relate with someone like me. Are you thinking like that? But he's looking for you. Jesus is still on a seek and save mission. Will you be willing to come to him as he's calling you by your name? Let's stop right here today and come back to this next week. Let us pray. Father God, we want to thank you for the power of your word. Thank you for that which you have spoken to us today. Thank you for teaching us your word, yourself. Thank you, Jesus, for your seek and save mission. Thank you for coming down to relate with people like us, with imperfections and flaws. Oh, Jesus, we thank you. Thank you for those of us with whom you are speaking this morning. Thank you because you will touch heart at this time of the year. And people will begin to hear your, your voice and be willing to relate with you, to walk side by side with you because you are ready to do just the same. Be thou praised, O God. And Father, as we go about our weekend into the new week and even the new month, we cover ourselves with the precious blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. We cover uh, our homes, our relatives, our jobs with the blood of Jesus. And we come back next week rejoicing and with thanksgiving, counting our blessings. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus Christ's mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. I want to thank you once more, friends, for choosing to join me on review this morning, this weekend, to study the Word of God with me. Like I told you, you can go back when it's time for you to study the Word. On your own, you can go back and have um, a look at what we've read today. Or just listen again. I'll see you again bright and early next weekend by God's grace as we continue lost. But until then, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you and your entire household now and forever. Amen. For a spoke word, you 
Shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after. 